Welcome once again to Doses of Malaysian Stories. Hi, I'm Diana, a local Malaysian tour guide and the host of this podcast. Well, today's episode is titled "It's a Sunny Day Today," isn't it, Miss Malaysia? If you think that I'm addressing myself as Miss Universe Malaysia, no, 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 I'm not a Miss Malaysia. I'm just an ordinary girl next door who happens to be born in Malaysia. The reason why I titled this episode as such is because talking about the weather seems to be an easy conversation starter, as I know, especially among the British, because their weather changes from cold to mild to rainy and sunny, all within the span of 24 hours, and that's really amazing. In case if you are wondering why I single out Britain, here's the why. You see, Malaysia was once under the British Empire, and、uh, we are a Commonwealth nation. We were under them for a good hundred over years, and we got our independence on August the thirty-first, nineteen fifty-seven. I was one of the post-independent babies. Now, for a good many years after independence, English was considered the language that was secure. Anybody a good job as the British influence was still very strong, so my siblings and me were all sent to English schools. The education system is of course very British influenced, and for parents who could afford to send their children overseas for further education, Britain was the choice of the day. Well, as for me, coming from a middle class family. I was not one of these fortunate scholars who had their education in Britain. I am totally schooled here in Malaysia. Nevertheless, I developed a love for reading and would frequently be lost in a world of imagination, reading series and series of adventure books by authors like Annie Blyton. And the books that I could remember reading them were like、uh, the Secret Seven. Or the famous five, and into my teenage years, I progressed to books written by the romance queen of the time, which is Barbara Cartland. Well, can any one of y'all relate to these two authors? If you can, we are definitely from the same era. Well, back to my passion for reading. When I come across phrases like the dark winter days, the cold winter nights, or even basking in the warmth of the sun, I find it really difficult to relate to them because coming from a tropical equatorial climate where we have perpetual summers all year round, and temperatures between 28 to 38 Celsius or 80 to about 100 degrees Fahrenheit, my young mind was pretty confused. You see, I cannot imagine how cold is cold when they talk about winter and when temperatures goes to like zero or minus zero. We certainly just cannot relate. Our weather in Malaysia is pretty standard, where we do have、uh, two distinct seasons: the hot season and the hot season. Yup, yup, yup. Whichever season that you are here, we cannot escape the heat of the day. So as Malaysians, 
we don't utter phrases like the warmth of the sun. Instead of welcoming the sun, ask any Malaysians. We want to stay away from the sun as much as we can. So if we talk about the weather, it will be pretty standard like, oh, today is a hot day. Or yesterday was even hotter. The word hot is always being used in our vocabulary when we talk about the weather. So when you are walking in the open around the streets in Malaysia, just be prepared to be soaked in a natural sauna. Now top that up with a humidity level of 85%. 85%. What do you think you will get? Uh-huh. That sweaty sensation. That's right. But of course, sometimes nature can be kind to us, but we do get cool breezes blowing occasionally and intermittent showers to break the heat of the day. Now, uh, we also have two distinct uh, rainy seasons. Uh, the southwest monsoons and the northeast monsoon will strike. And this would be between the months of late April to about end June. And the other uh, season would be from late November to about January. So these are the two seasons when monsoon strikes. The intermittent showers that I mentioned earlier will be replaced by heavy downpours. Yes, heavy downpours. In case you are wondering how heavy could heavy downpours be, um, let me see if I can help to paint a picture in your mind. Um, imagine somebody up above overturning a pail of water all at once comes down. That's how heavy it is. And when the pail is empty, the showers stop. And usually it doesn't last more than an hour and the sun will be out shining again. During these times, of course, the weather will be slightly cooler and uh, the humidity will be slightly lower. But don't be fooled when you hear the word cooler because uh, it will still be really hot when it doesn't pour or when the rain stops because when the sun comes out again, give it another hour or so, that's when the heat will be back. So a good point to note is that most of these showers will occur in the late afternoon or early evenings. And uh, if you want to cover any sites and do any exploring, try to cover them in the mornings till mid-afternoon during these monsoon months. Okay, now uh, when the downpour occurs, if you don't have an umbrella with you, not to worry, do what Malaysians do, where we will run for shelter along the covered pavements, walking pathway, five feet in width from the front of the uh, retail shop, the entrance of the retail shop to the street. And this pavement is fully covered. It is one of the conditions, compulsory conditions that was being uh, set by the British during the 1880s when Kuala Lumpur was rebuilding itself after a fire. Well, I guess the British at that time saw the need to have this five-foot way as a shelter for them too to escape from the heat and the sudden showers. 
So now that you know a little bit about the weather uh, being really hot, do remember to pack light cotton wear, bring along a sun hat, or an, and of course, a pair of sunglasses and an umbrella. Remember, that umbrella is for the sun, not so much for the rain. But of course, we, when uh, we get intermittent showers, the umbrella will still uh, be of use. But most of the time, our umbrellas are more for the sun. Back to conversation starters, since talking about the weather is not something that Malaysians would really use it. What do you think we would use as a conversation starter? Well, we inquire into the condition of our friend's stomach. That is correct. You heard me correctly. This stomach. Have you eaten? That's what we will ask after the normal good morning greetings. So, of course, it doesn't sound uh, that authentic in uh, English. In the Malay language, have you eaten? We just say it as sudah makan. Sudah makan, S-U-D-A-H-M-A-K-A-N. Now, the Malay language is actually pretty easy. It's being read phonetically as how it's being spelled. So, when you meet a friend, the early morning greeting would be Selamat pagi. Selamat pagi. So, how do we go about it? We'll just say Selamat pagi. Sudah makan? Which means good morning. Have you eaten? Well, you don't have to go into details of Oh, I have this for breakfast. It comes accompanied with this, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. That's not necessary. When you get a question like that, all you have to do is answer yes or no. So if you say yes, I have eaten, you just say yeah, sudah makan. Repeat the same word that your friend is asking. And if you have not eaten, just say belum makan. Makan means eat. So belum makan. So why this focus on the stomach, you may think. I guess it probably goes back to the time when people were working really hard to earn a living, sweating it out under our hot tropical sun, earning a meager salary. So filling up the stomach was the priority of the day. You do need a lot of strength and tenacity to ensure that you are all pumped up for the next day's work. And talking about that reminds me of the Beagle song. It's been a hard day's night and I've been working like a dog. If it resonates with you, again, you must be from my era. <laughs> but for the present generation, the millennials right now, to uh, uh, many of them, when you know, working hard, would probably be sitting in an air-conditioned room, looking at a computer, furiously typing away at the keyboard. But it's still hard work. I must admit, it is still hard work. And this phrase, sudah makan, is still very much applicable even in today's environment. So, my dear listeners, wherever you are located, whichever corner of the globe, if you have a Malaysian friend in your vicinity, or maybe you could have gotten to know a Malaysian in the virtual space, I would like to invite you to do an experiment. After the usual morning greetings, follow up by asking them, Sudah makan? I am sure you will not only bring a broad smile to their faces, 
It will also bring joy to them to hear a familiar phrase from home. And I would love to hear from you. What are their responses? I'm so excited to find out. And you can either message me and uh, this podcast, or you could share it in the Facebook group under the same name, Doses of Malaysian Stories. The link which is indicated in my show notes below. So if you have enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to click the like and follow button so that you will be notified uh, when my next episode is published. And also share with your friends who are perhaps researching on where to go when borders are open. Tell them about Malaysia. Once again, I would like to say a big thank you for hanging out with me and uh, wishing you good health and stay safe. My next episode shall be broadcast on the third Sunday of July, and I'm dating you again. Selamat tinggal. Bye.